Listener Production. Hello, and you are very welcome to another episode of Puck Science Explained with me, Petra Stock, a science journalist with Cosmos Magazine. Each week, twice a week, we answer life's questions, big or small. And today we are unwrapping the science behind festive season sensory experiences. Of course, not everyone celebrates Christmas, but when December rolls around, the Yuletide vibe can be pretty hard to avoid. Christmas decorations have been up for months. We're hearing seasonal carol Muzak piped into supermarkets, smelling the gingerbread, tasting the peppermint candy canes from the office Kris Kringle, and feeling the crunch of baubles underfoot. First to the unmissable sound of the bang of a Christmas cracker. Along with the obligatory bad joke, a colourful paper crown, which must be worn, a gadget of some description, perhaps a bottle opener, a nail file, or a fortune-telling fish, Every Christmas bonbon worth its tinsel contains a cracker snap. Crackers were invented by confectioner Tom Smith in the 1840s to package and boost sales of sugared almonds. The cracker's snap comes from two thin pieces of card joined together, which hopefully explode when pulled apart. That satisfying sound is created by a small quantity of the compound silver fulminate, painted on the end of one strip, which is connected to another strip of cardboard that's coated with an abrasive sandpaper-like material. Silver fulminate is unstable, made by reacting concentrated nitric acid with silver and ethanol. When you pull a bonbon with a friend, the small amount of friction you generate creates its explosive reaction. Apparently, the propensity of silver fulminate to self-detonate is so great that it can only be used in tiny amounts. That's because the fulminate iron, the carbon, nitrogen and oxygen part, is unstable. The nitrogen-oxygen bond is weak because the nitrogen prefers to bond with nitrogen instead. So, when a cracker is popped, the substance reacts to form nitrogen gas, carbon dioxide gas and metal salts. Speaking of bad cracker jokes, how do Christmas trees get ready for a night out? They spruce up. Second sense, the smell of pine needles. There are many aromas associated with Christmas. The summery sniff of sunscreen, or the roasty anticipation of cooked turkey, or tofurkey if you're that way inclined. For many people, the smell of a pine tree is inherently festive. Although, for others, that signature scent might evoke the smell of old-fashioned wooden toys or even toilet cleaner. But what makes the scent so distinctive? A study in Nature sought to describe the diverse substances and smell compounds called odour-acting substances that make up what we know as the Christmassy smell of pine tree. Researchers considered samples of Scots pine sourced appropriately from a Bavarian forest To break down the aroma into its component parts, they used a combination of human sensory analysis, two panels of smellers, one novice, one trained, together with two odour analysis techniques, gas chromatography olfactometry to separate the component volatile compounds, and aroma extract dilution analysis. 
The expert panel characterised the smell of Scots pine as including whiffs of resin, citrus, herb, pepper, frankincense, which apparently smells musty, soft and sweet, and carpenter's shop with touches of wood glue. The odour analysis techniques were then used to unpick the underlying 44 compounds contributing to the scent. The most potent of the 41 parts included A-pinene, which has a woody resinous smell, nona-2,4-dienol and deca-2,4-dienol, offering a fatty tinge, pentanoic acid, cheesy apparently, heptanoic acid, pepperoni, pentaloxan-2,1, coconut-like, a fruity-smelling tridecatrienol, peppery A-bisbalol, vanillin, and phenylpropanoic acid, vomity, fruity, and thymoquinone, which delightfully smells like pencils. I'm not sure I'll ever look at a Christmas tree the same way again. Time for another cracker joke? What do you call someone who steals gingerbread men? A crookie! Do you imagine a gingerbread man has personality, like the gingerbread man in Shrek? No, not the buttons! Not my gumdrop button! Maybe you nibble the legs a little first, delaying the prospect of biting its head off. You might think a gingerbread cookie tastes the same no matter what shape it is. But research published in the Journal of Consumer Psychology found when food is given human-like features, people do not like to eat it. Anthropomorphism, attributing human characteristics, has long been a popular marketing strategy for food products. Think talking M&Ms or the Australian company that puts smiley faces on pies. But the results of five different experiments testing people's responses to food with a face found that while consumers might like to purchase humanised food products, like gingerbread men, most prefer not to eat them. The exceptions the study says, are cold-hearted people who lack empathy or remorse. What about the tastes of Christmas? Spices are a common ingredient in many Christmas-associated foods and drinks. Glühwein, eggnog, Advents tea, Christmas pudding, mince pies and more. It makes sense given that scientists have discovered spices offer a range of intoxicatingly cheerful effects. Spice plants generally evolved chemicals to protect themselves against herbivorous insects and vertebrates, fungi, pathogens, and parasites. So many offer us, humans, antioxidant, antimicrobial, and antiviral properties. For instance, lab tests show Christmas spices like cloves, cinnamon, and allspice inhibit some 75% of common bacterial species. Studies in mice have suggested that phytonutrients called caffeic acid, found in pudding spices like cinnamon, cumin, nutmeg, ginger, star anise, or stuffing additions like caraway, thyme, oregano, sage, and rosemary, might help reduce the rise in blood sugar levels after eating, and even potentially offer some beneficial effect due to converting potential cancer-causing substances into less toxic compounds. And finally, to the touch and feel of wrapping paper and ribbons. Do you spend hours on Christmas Eve wrapping presents? While a stack of carefully wrapped prezzies in red and green, silver and shiny metallics, 
or low-key craft paper certainly contributes visually to the Christmassy tone of the household. It might be worth giving some thought to the touch and feel as well. Marketing and consumer studies have researched the effect of packaging choice and materials on our experiences of different products. It turns out the wrapping can affect our judgment of what's inside. In the 1930s, Adman Louis Cheskin called this experience sensation transference, where the consumer cannot separate their feelings and perception of a product from its packaging. In 2018, a psychologist from Oxford synthesised the research in a book chapter on tactile, haptic aspects of multi-sensory packaging design. Weight is an important factor. Studies of products, everything from drinks to chocolates to lipstick, have found people rate items wrapped in heavier packaging as having a more intense smell, being more satisfying, or of higher quality. Consumers report soft drinks and beer taste better when thought to have come from a bottle rather than a can. Chocolates in a heavier box received higher ratings for desirability, willingness to pay, and flavour intensity than the exact same chocolates offered in a lighter box. Of course, shape plays a part. Certain arbitrary packaging forms come to take on specific meaning or association after being repeatedly linked to a particular product, brand, or category. Think of premium ice cream usually sold in a cylindrical rather than a square-shaped container. All of which might lead you to think that wrapping your Christmas presents in fancy, heavy, and peculiarly shaped paper might help convey appreciation for the gift inside. But if you can't be bothered, I have good news. In another experiment, 180 university students were gifted a coffee mug for participating in a bogus study. Even though apparently all 180 were supporters of a particular basketball team, the Miami Heat, half were given a Miami Heat mug and half an Orlando Magic mug. Mean! The researchers found that those who received a sloppily wrapped gift liked their presence significantly more than those who received a neatly wrapped gift, regardless of which mug they were given. The researchers said the tidiness of the wrapping set expectations, so those with a neatly wrapped gift were more likely to be disappointed. For the latest in science news, don't forget to check out the Science Briefing, also available here on the Listener app. And head to cosmosmagazine.com for more science just like this. Otherwise, we'll be back again next time for another Half Science Explained.